0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, how House Republicans could resolve the funding fight. Number two, Senate Republicans are set to meet on military promotions. And number three, the top election day storylines to watch. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The funding fight is quickly coming into focus as the... Deadline is quickly approaching near 10 days now from the government uh, being on the brink of shutting down. And so far, we are all watching to see Speaker Mike Johnson in his second full week leading the House. Uh, and he's going to be heading to the Capitol basement this morning to discuss several options to avert a shutdown come November 17th. So far, though, no final kind of strategy has actually been settled upon.
1: Yeah, so he, instead of a strategy being settled upon, he's taking a number of of um, options to the House Republican Conference this meeting. Uh, this the House Republican Conference meeting this morning. Um, so he's pushing, he's kicking this out to the conference, basically, and um, you know th- that's a I would say a risky proposition because. Um, they're going to want things that can't happen at the House Republican conference. And and we've seen that, goodness, a million times over the last uh, uh, more than a decade. But um, Johnson is in his let's change Washington uh, phase. And that's a phase that... You know, I guess a bunch of speakers go through, but most speakers go through that recognizing that they are, that their job is not to um, uh, change the institution, or maybe that's what they view their job as, but it's not. The primary goal is to avert a government shutdown. And if you're a Republican, you're looking at um, uh, President uh, Joe Biden's bad. Approval ratings is bad numbers in in critical states for 2024. And you'd probably not want to shut down the government. At least that would be that would be the logical thing. So let me just run through what their options are. Number one is what they're calling a laddered CR. Um, This is very confusing. Uh, A laddered new to
0: most people in Washington. The old laddered CR, not something that uh, is has been uh, tried uh, often. No, all. this is
1: this is like an RSC idea, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way. But when you don't have any power and you could just kind of dream up ideas about what might, you know, work or what might be an interesting proposition, uh, you do that. You you come up with things like this. This is from the Freedom Caucus from Andy Harris, um, and uh, so um, this basically would group four easy and i say easy in air quotes easy to pass appropriation bills in one bill in one cr and that would and pass that until december 9th or early december we don't i mean people are floating the nine nine whatever i don't really know what it i don't think anyone knows what it is and then um number two um it would take the rest of the bills the eight bills Uh, Eight remaining bills and set those for January. The idea being you negotiate the you you spend the next month or so negotiating the big bills um, or the easy bills rather and then you come back and you wait until January and you you negotiate the rest. Good in theory, I guess. Uh, the Senate's never going to go for this, but would I be surprised if the House went for this? Absolutely not. I mean, I think people are going to be mega confused by this today in the conference meeting, and and re- and recognize that they are making uh, an easy. Uh, thing hard, Uh, an easy thing meaning passing a clean government funding bill. Number two, a clean bill with no supplemental. Uh, A clean bill with no supplemental basically means you push border, Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and all the other and not ancillary, but, uh, you know, uh, ancillary spending issues to next year, and you uh, negotiate those out between now and January, fine. Number three, you have Johnson negotiate something with the Senate. That's not probably not going to happen. The most likely thing is, Anna, is that at some point next week, they just revert to a clean CR with a maybe like a hook, meaning maybe some sort of provision that would, um, uh, you know, quote-unquote jam the Senate on one issue. Nothing actually is going to jam them, um, but but the meanwhile in the Senate, they're just getting ready to jam the House. Um, they're putting together a big bill. The whole idea of the laddered CR is to avert an omnibus, so like, you know, I, I, Anna, it is November 7th. The House is gone Thursday night. They're not passing a CR this week, so they're going to have to figure this out all next week, which to me, based on logic is a it means there's a non-zero chance for a shutdown next week
0: certainly i think the the thing we haven't talked about here that is important right you tell you mentioned noted uh president joe biden his tough poll numbers coming out uh over the weekend in the new york times poll um he would love nothing more than to get into a government shutdown funding fight with House Republicans, that is something that I think would bo- you certainly see Democrats kind of buoy them to say, you know, this is another example of House Republicans being unserious, unwilling to actually govern and, and deal with reality, and the fact that you have again that this this dynamic where you have Senate Democrats, Republicans in the Senate, and the White House likely to be largely on the same pathway, right? To say, let's move forward on a big bill. Let's move forward on an Omni or a Megabus. Let's, you know, this is, the, and when you have that dynamic against a, a very nascent Speaker Johnson, it is going to be a tough thing to navigate uh, and to kind of continue to rally the troops, uh, especially when you're kind of coming at it with a multi-tiered potential, you know, kind of throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks approach in the in the conference meeting.
1: Yeah, dare I say, uh, Johnson seems to be overthinking this. Um, a lattered, I mean, I understand they want to avoid a an omnibus at the end of the year. A laddered CR, like, just like they are not going to accept an omnibus, the Senate is not going to, is probably, I don't know, it's, who knows for sure, is probably not going to going to take a, a Freedom Caucus laddered CR.
0: Don't know that for sure, but,
1: um, you know, I, that's just my, um, that is my my gut at this point.
0: The odds are against them. That is for sure on that one. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, the warring Senate GOP and its factions over Senator Tommy Tuberville, the Republican from Alabama, uh, and his blockade over military promotion. We've got some news this morning from Andrew Desiderio, uh, noting that Tarberville is going to be circulating a memo ahead of a special GOP conference meeting today that will outline his openness or lack thereof, to some of the off-ramps floated both publicly and privately for ending his months-long military promotions blockade. This is really coming, I mean, we have been reporting on this for over a year now. This is coming to a head here as... Uh, you, you kind of see this just disgruntlement and frustration with Tuberville by many of his Republican colleagues in the Senate uh, at this time where you have a, a lot happening at the geopolitical uh, you know, forces uh, in Israel, in Ukraine, uh, where there, there's concerns about military readiness, Jake.
1: Yeah, uh, this meeting is um, a big moment for uh, Tuberville for the Ho- the Senate Republicans. It's not a big moment for the House Republicans. Senate is the one we're in, we're dealing with here. Um, uh, we have an interesting breakdown um, of two th- two two news two items here in one uh, that Andrew put together. Number one, uh, a memo that Tuberville, Tommy Tuberville is circulating ahead of this special conference that will outline his openness to some of the off-ramps floated both publicly and privately for ending this blockade. That's number one. Number two, we kind of break down who is who and what is what in the room today. The Tuberville crew, the institutionalists and the possible yes votes so uh, a very interesting item by Andrew this morning and on an issue that by the way is dividing Senate Republicans and needs to get solved in some way I don't know what that way is but it is not sustainable everyone agrees Republicans and Democrats agree it is not sustainable um, to have a you know hundreds of military promotions being stuck um, over this abortion policy and and republicans and democrats have made this point and Anna. like the people he's holding up do not have do not have it's not in their portfolio <laughs> to to solve this immig- this uh abortion problem it's not it's not part of the thing it's not part of their their responsibilities so anyway uh that'll be a, a big moment today
0: And a big moment in terms of whether or not Senate precedent and and which is one of the ways that they're looking at this is potentially to weaken the ability of a a single senator to hold things up. You know, I think there's been a lot of leeway given to Tuberville here. And you've seen um, some senators like Mitch McConnell kind of trying to, you know, not get into the mix on this. But certainly, as you say, this there's a more and more pressure to find a way forward here um you know that's going to be something to watch here because you're going to have both senate and democratic republic uh senators who are hesitant to try to uh minimize you know kind of any changes to the the senate that, that uh you know and kind of change the precedent there so uh always that's always something interesting to watch let's go on to the number three story of the morning the top storylines on election day it's election day in America. Hard to believe it with key races stretching from Rhode Island to Ohio to Virginia. Um, And Max Cohen breaks this all down for us this morning, Jake. Of course, there's the Rhode Island special election. Uh, Gabe Ammo is expected uh, to win that special election in Rhode Island. His first district, uh, that's filling the seat of former representative David Cicilline um so that's going to be an interesting one to watch also abortion rights on the ballot in ohio once again uh will be interesting to see whether the, or not that that uh this measure which is uh giving the right to abortion in the state constitution uh if that moves forward it will be the second time in this year that the buckeye state has you know kind of played a critical role when it comes to abortion legislation and could pretend to a larger potential issue uh, in 2024. Yeah,
1: we've covered a lot about this um, this ballot initiative over the months. It is fascinating. Um, uh, the Democrats got a big victory back a couple months ago. I don't remember when it exactly it was, about the threshold here um, uh, on changing the Constitution. Um, uh, Republicans wanted it higher. Democrats wanted it lower. Democrats won. Um Gabe Amo is going to win that seat. Uh, he's a Democrat that gives that helps Democrats numbers. Uh, there's also uh, uh, a seat that's coming up in in Utah that is going to go to Republicans. There's a Republican absence there. Um, and listen, Republicans are going to make a big deal if they win uh, the legislature in Virginia. So that is um, that is roughly where we stand here on November seventh, twenty twenty three.
0: And just a note for those who, uh, are part of our morning newsletter, free morning newsletter subscription. We have a special edition tally coming out later this morning uh, that is going to detail all of the kind of f- focuses that we have going into the 24 cycle from the House, from the Senate's uh, perspective, and more. So be on the lookout for that special edition newsletter. Also this morning, I'm going to be joining Representative Kat Kamek on stage, the Republican from Florida at 9 a.m. Uh, you can still join us in person. We're going to talk news of the day 5g leadership and spectrum policy and afterwards only for those in person joining us we are going i'm going to be joined on stage by heather andrew and max to kick off our second in-person brown bag lunch briefing this is right at 9 30 a.m we're going to talk all about the tally and election one year out from election day so would love for you to join us uh you can register for that at punchbowl.news at our events hub Have a great day and stay safe.